Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So when we think about before the 90 days, scenes like Darcy's boot getting stuck in the escalator. Classic. Um, pole falling in the water and screaming, poop water, poop water. Wonder. Maybe Karini getting, uh, uh, getting mugged by her with her phone. Yes. Um, yes by man that, with a machete. That moment. Yeah. Uh, Kenny and Armando's wedding yes we think about oh sorry that's 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 the other way b90 um rebecca or is that the other way too no b90 rebecca showing up yeah seeing her face on ziet and it looked nothing like her right maria being real still where were you i think daddy's box has nothing on the coffin it's pretty sad (laughs) they really went in this season Again, I doubt production actually murdered uh, Sheila's mother. No, I don't think they did. It does seem like this is very convenient, and Tinfoil Hattie is on the case. Um, I'm not going to support that. <laughs> Reality Gaze does not support the views of Tinfoil Hattie. I don't see a cause of death there, folks. Hope you didn't watch this episode from Escape from Your Worries in Life. Ah, I'm not sure she was ever dead. <laughs> this is reality gaze. <laughs> Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. <laughs> It's reality gate. Let's blow. Did okay. not go well. Y'all, this is a very striking episode. We already said it last week. There was a fucking coffin. There was. Her mother died. That's a I, horrible thing. I called it. You thought father. I said mother. What but a what a petty, petty thing to gloat over. I win. <laughs> 
Yeah, you win. Good job. You would have done the same thing. Good job. You're just saying that because you were wrong. A little bit. Although I was wrong in that I thought the reason I said the mother this because is even grosser, but no, go but, ahead. No, I don't mean grosser, but I mean what's even more like I thought because she seemed to me that she was in really ill health. Yeah. So at kind of like I didn't hope, but I almost just assumed it would be her and that wouldn't be maybe such a shock. Yeah, I see what you're saying. To Sheila. I did not know it's because she fell down the rickety stairs. That's horrible. Yeah. That that was the worst part of it because I just zoomed into my version of The Staircase on HBO. Um, not familiar. Of course you're not. Is that not. about people falling off a staircase? No, it's about a very famous accidental death or murder. I don't know. I believe it was murder. This is not a conspiracy or show. Owl, or this, owl. Or owl attack. Not, this is reality, gays. I'm Maddie, and that tinfoil hattie. I bet you're watching all the UFO shit right now. That's Poodle. Oh, you bet okay, I am. Okay, Jake, I am too. Um, I... I, I, I had to get some perspective to start on, and it's not that I don't want to see things about real life happening, but there's something about including that and the way it was filmed on the same episode with Gino and Jasmine. I, well, <laughs> yeah, I think what it is, it, honestly, it felt a little exploitive. It did. It did. It felt like exploitive not only to watch, uh, I was talking about this with producer Christina, but um, to watch the death, to watch like also we're experiencing like kind of even going in the house of like their living conditions and everything. It just seems. Well, I think you can, yeah. I think you can think about this two ways. I think from the production standpoint, they're just showing what happened. Yeah, they are. So. They're going to try to capture as much of that human experience as they can. But I also think that it makes me wonder, is this all for, uh, for um, David and Sheila? Like, are they this, – is this going to put um, – You're saying – are they, gonna, they using it for story? Using it for story because there's not much left. Is this? I almost in my head jumped and said, "Is what? this the nail in the coffin?" That's, that's even more sick. cynical than something but, I would but say. No, is it that, because does their relationship end after this? Because he talks about this episode where he is, I which I think is very, very wonderful of him. Recognizes that she needs to be alone and grieve with her family. Yeah, I think he's doing the best he can in this point. But and she, how do you? I. After my father's death, I would not be in a position to, to alleged death, alleged to go into a relationship with someone that I didn't even really know that well. No way would I have that emotional bandwidth, right? Knowing I was, especially now, she's going to have to take care of her father. Yeah, um, it. I wrote down how much more tragedy can happen to this woman. Um. Well, yeah, I wonder too. You know. The stairs are just used to, like, the mom and Sheila going up. And they're very petite people. David's a big Midwestern guy. Maybe, like... This, is, it, this is a bad area I'm to get saying, into. I'm just saying, like, it, too much stress on this. It's too, it's, the whole thing is sad. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Episode 9, 
B90 season six, the big chill. Why is it called that? Well, I had a thought. Someone chilled out. Wow. That was my first thought. I know I'm a horrible person for thinking that. Is that about somebody dying? No, it's about, I think it's about, um, it's, it's about the people in their 30s and 40s. The big chill. It's just you've about never seen it. Por- no, here, I'll, it's it's a kind no. of a classic movie. I it was like right before our generation. While you look, I'm going to look at the announcements. Um, real quick. Um, we don't have a lot this week. Uh, Ninety Day UK, 1983. We, uh, we did hear 90, uh, 90 Day UK. Y'all is having a tell all, so we're excited about that. Yes. If you want to listen to Catherine Ryan is presenter ca- comedian. If you want to listen to Love During Lockup, that is now available on the $8 tier uh, on Supercast, on Patreon, and on Apple subscriptions, wherever you want to listen to RG+. This is where it is. Uh, 1983 comedy drama, Lawrence Kasdan, ensemble cast, Glenn Close, Jeff Goldblum, William Hurt, Kevin Klein, wow. Mary Kay Place, Joe Beth Williams. That's where baby boomers who attended the University of Michigan reuniting after 15 years when their friend Alex dies by suicide. Oh, God. Um, and it, it was very known for the soundtrack. Uh. Um, and it was very, like, 30-something. That, that's the idea. It's based uh. off of people. Remember when you thought 30-something was about old people? I don't want to talk about and that. And now we're not even 30-something anymore. So, yeah, it's about baby boomers. It was like a generational film. Okay. Uh, I my mother. I remember my mother watching it, and but I didn't watch it because I was too young. Ah, I um, was five. So there you go, y'all. The big chill. <laughs> I, there I, you I go. think it might be Riley and Violet as well. Ah. Hopefully not the death of Sheila's Hopefully mother. Not. <laughs> but anyway, that's what I thought. I keep trying to move on. Love during <laughs> lockup, everybody. Join it, and also. It looks like Supercast has finally gotten some quirks that this should be smoother going forward. (sighs) So always let us know. Uh, We are doing our best with that. Poodle, what is our June by Curious? The June by Curious is swiping America. We've already recorded it by the time this drops. Yes. It's already. It's up. Is it already out? Uh, Yes. Okay. It's out. It's out. We talk about seeing Chris Kelker's dick. Don't know who that is, but I'm excited to see this. He's real hot. Swiping America. What's that on again? Hulu? HBO Max or Max. Oh, show me the dick. Yeah. We need more dick in reality shows. I think all of us need more dick. We all need more dick. <laughs> in our lives. Um, all right. I think that's it. Everything else we've already covered or done. Uh, yes. YouTube Live just happened. <laughs> YouTube Live just happened. Uh, and it was fun. Y'all, this is our last episode where... Uh, I've been waiting for my face to heal. So next week we'll have the video for Intimate yeah. Portrait. Hopefully Christine's got a filter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my eyes finally started to blink about two days ago. So it it, it, it would really... be better if you didn't have this. I hope the hideous sty that is still there will be gone. By yeah. Um, I've never seen a sty hang around this long. It's been there for a while. <laughs> I'm glad you make me feel better about it and you're supportive about it. That's the best part. What are friends for? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. Does anybody have a rickety and- <laughs> staircase that Jay could walk on? And it Asking is, for a friend. It is aggressive. Asking for a friend. Um, I think that's it. Okay. Right. I feel like there's something else, but who gives a shit? I, 
I feel like the, 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 talking about talking about a televised funeral in this show when everyone's already dealing with a lot through us. <laughs> I know we saw it last week. I, I was able to make like some comments like, hold my beer, daddy's box. When I saw it, however, it was very different. Um, well, we didn't we kind of didn't have the um the more ridiculous people this week on yeah. Day. We didn't have Misha and Nicola. Yeah. And we didn't have Amanda and Rasvin. Or Tyree uh and Tyree and Oh, I forgot um, about him, yeah. Carmella. Next week though, when it shows Rasvin's friend, do you see the bikini that she's wearing when yes. she walks up to it? It's glorious. And it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh it's gonna piss Amanda off. I'm here for it. <laughs> She deserves everything she gets. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like her. No one does. I think that's been established. I just want to hold Razvan. Oh, hold him and make the pain go away. Boy. I can make the pain go away. I bet his dick just tastes like vanilla. Just real good. Jesus. <laughs> Why would it taste like vanilla? I don't know. I don't think dick tastes like anything. It just tastes like people's skin. That's gross when you say it like that. Well, it doesn't. It shouldn't taste like vanilla. I don't know, but like something good. What's good for you, escargot? Escarjo? I'm saying it's not going to taste like anything unless you've got some kind of perfume on it. You know, we're in that. You want it to be a vanilla candle? Well, you know, I like a lot of people like vanilla. I know you don't, but a lot of people do. Yeah, but vanilla is one of those things like you smell it and you like the smell of it, but like vanilla vanilla extract tastes awful. Yeah, but when it's imbued into something, you know what? We need to move on. I'm no one. This, can, is, this ridiculous. is what Statler talked about on her Instagram live. What when someone said what they talked about a podcast or something? She said, "I love reality gays." Sometimes they go on tangents, and I wonder, where are we? How did we get here? And I went, on the daily. Wow. So even Statler says that. Hey, that's what we wonder, too. We need to move on. I I, agree. I will say we we predicted it. I love that we've already had one sissy who is reality gay during the pussy story. (laughs) Thank you. Pussy. Um, So just to clarify, we already mentioned – Sheila's mother passed, and David's basically saying, I don't know what to do. And she's like, today is the wake. I stay with the body 24 hours because it's bad luck. Otherwise, if you don't. They just cut to the coffin the first thing. Too. I know. I, it was just like, bam. And I, and I thought this might have been some type of misdirection, like it was a neighbor. Um, yeah. And I was like, no, no, no immediate parent's going to die on Nutty Day. You know who I feel no, sorry for? No, here we are. No, here we are. You know who I feel sorry for the most? That poor translator. <laughs> this is not what she signed up for. She's just sitting there like <laughs> baby Huey. Or not baby Huey, the, the little, the little the, with the glasses, the one I called Jess, the little chicken. Oh, um, Jess from Colty and Jess. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember the the, the name of that little chicken. Yeah, but yeah, it had yeah. the little glasses. Uh-huh. She's just her face. She's kind of screwing up her face, going, "What do I do here?" I mean, yeah. I mean, and literally, I, we don't see her later on. I think they. She was there for a day, and then they were kind of. She probably said, "I'm gonna go." 
<laughs> I don't belong here. Yeah, I don't need the rest of my fee. I'm I fine. don't belong here. And David's kind of the same way. He's thinking, I don't have a place. Sheila needs her time to grieve. I'm going to go back to the hotel. Um, and uh, the funeral happens. He's like, this is not like a normal funeral. I say there's kind of a parade through the street. And, and Sheila says, I've been crying every day and night for my mother. I'm so phys- physically and emotionally exhausted. And now we should th- ask Christina what the funeral traditions are. Well, I mean, it looks like similar. It's just less, it's less, less dour for, mm. uh, there, there's, there's outward expression of emotion. Yeah. Like there was someone who was crying over the, over the casket. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sure in, a, in America, if you're like, especially Waspy culture, you just kind of, you're polite and maybe someone's silently crying. But I think funerals are so sad. We need to fix that. I think I'm people- not going to tell anyone how to grieve. Well, I know, but I mean, <laughs> it's just so like in our, but they're right. They're kind of, it's so, actually, they feel so muted in I, our culture. I think that's a better word than sad. That's what, what I mean by sad. What you're saying is you wish funerals were sadder in a way where people could actually express their emotions. Expressive or, you know, if whatever, if you believe, if, you know. Aunt Cheryl believes dad's gone to glory, so she's happy about it and up in arms right. and praising. That's fine, too. Yeah. I think um, I think it, it's muted is a good word. I, yeah. yeah. But I think I think people grieve the way in, – in my family, we make jokes about people in the, when the, at the funerals. It's like when yeah, my, we've when, noticed. When my, when my grandmother passed oh, and my mother said <sighs> – that bitch almost died on Christmas. She didn't get to do it this year. About wow. my grandmother. <laughs> wow. Because she would, she would literally threaten to die around Christmas every year. She died when? Uh, right after Christmas. Like two days. Mom's like, she, my mother was like, Cause she almost got us. And y'all laughed? Yes. I mean, we laughed too. But it's a very dark kind of sense. But this was like... This was this was people having authentic emotion. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it also depends on what culture you're from. You know, if, if if you're if you're Irish, you have a big wake, you drink, I and loved you, wakes. Yeah, and we had one for Father Henry, and it was great. <laughs> it was great. He had all his brother came, his two brothers came, who actually were both priests. Um, some yeah, of his family sounds, sounds like a party. Family, family came from Ireland. Priests everywhere. Just Irish priests talking. It was great. I felt like I was in Ireland. Yeah. Sounds a little like, um, what is it? What was that book? Um, I'm not going to be able to remember it. Um, so, it sounds like the beginning of a U2 song. <laughs> Spe- yes. Speaking of Ireland, rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor just passed today. 50-something. Very young. Ugh. Why is there glitter on your face? Sinead O'Connor. Did you have sex before I came no! here? No! I don't know why there's glitter on my face. Why would... Why? Who would I have sex with to have glitter on my face? You said your male companion brought you breakfast this morning. Uh, so, was he dressed as a solid gold dancer? I don't know your life. 
I purposely don't want to know a lot about the people you date. I don't like the phrase male companion. Well, that's what you call him, isn't it? I do not say male. you don't want to say boyfriend. I'll say the person I'm seeing. Or whoever. He, I don't want to know about any of them. So they could be a solid go. He could be covered in glitter. He could be that fucking white dog from the never-ending story flying over to fuck you. I love children. <laughs> no, don't say that's that. That's what he says. You are dark today. Uh, today? <laughs> Y'all, but I'm sorry. If something is presented as dark, I'm going to lean into it. You know me. So they they carry the coffin and they put it in sort of a like a mausoleum. I and was I, so worried they're going to drop it because the road was so the ground was so bumpy and they and were like, I'm, wobbling. I assume they wall it up later, like I see. I hope so, or someone will steal it. <laughs> people will. People are terrible. Someone will steal a body. Okay. Um, Am I wrong? No, I just did not want to talk about grave robbing on the show today. <laughs> what? I just didn't. So I think they're going to seal it up, yes. So, <laughs> and he's like, so what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> In a how moment. people have changed the channel I, already. <laughs> I think, that, I think we, we don't have a lot left. So she's like, well, I'm going to go to the chapel tomorrow. I need to do this. And David's like, I feel out of place. The last thing I want to be is a burden on her. And she says, I'm going to go stay with him at the hotel because I can't sleep in the place where my mom died. Yeah. And and it, it's weird because, you know, I'm going to say this. David seems like such a stellar guy. Yeah. And the fact that, like, he is overwhelmed in this, but he's not making it about him. Um, he's, and even Sheila acknowledges like he is comforting to me. It's, you can tell she's not annoyed by him at all. Yeah. Can you imagine if this was fucking Jesse or anybody else or Big Ed or some asshole? Oh, from- if you, if you think, imagine Big Ed and if Rose is, he would say, is there anything I can do? Can you spend some time with me? Or Steven and Olga from Steven's season. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's. So it gives me hope that because I'm invested, I really need these two to be together. Sheila deserves happiness, y'all. She deserves a happy life. I want the best for her. Uh, I think I'm so distanced because I'm afraid of what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair because it is a Matt can Sharp I, joint. Can I tell you my favorite couple the, on this season? Who? Statler and Dempsey. Oh, are you done? Yes. Are we done with them? Okay. How much more can we talk about her mother dying? What else do you want to um, talk about? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about the coffin more? David. Do you want to talk about... It's covered in glass. I thought that was interesting. It reminded me of Snow White. Do you want to talk about uh, the funeral? Well, they didn't Talk really about Sheila it. crying and weeping? What else do you want to say? Um, her son seemed okay. That's it. Sure. All right, let's yeah, talk about Yeah, I'm Stat- done talking about her mother dying. Well, that's fine. <laughs> that's I, fine. I just asked to move on, and instead of trying to do it, you wanted to keep going. <laughs> no, I didn't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> Statling Vimsy. Take a note. I 
love these two women. They are quirky. They are funny. They are, I feel like, I don't feel like this is performative. I feel like Statler is saying whatever comes to her brain and she's just spitting it out Mm -hmm. and it is funny to watch. Dempsey's trying to deal with that quality of Statler. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's, I think it's cute and interesting and funny. And they're not going to make it. Wow. I love them. But I don't, th- I don't have high hopes for this relationship. Expand on that. I think they both are, there's almost too much new. Too much mm. newness for both of them. And I think that it's also uh, Statler, and we talk about this episode, Statler is very comfortable and, you know, she's uncomfortable with some things, and she can kind of get dysregulated. But when it comes to her sexuality and who she is and her body, she's very comfortable with that. Dempsey is more, I'm not going to say uncomfortable, but just more um, reserved about that. Yeah. And I don't know how, and I, I just don't, and where she lives, like the conditions for Statler, I just, it's a lot to, already... Having a new relationship with somebody that you've been talking to virtually, yeah. and now you're meeting them in the best conditions, is hard. I, I agree with you. I'm going to say it's somewhere in the middle. I think Statler will not wind up moving there because it's too so. – but this is someone who takes big, big changes because she just goes from one big change to the next, to the I next, mean, to the next. prove me wrong. I hope they do. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying they might still wind up dating – yeah. Uh, uh, across the pond, mm-hmm. she might go. Vi- they'll they'll decide. Maybe it's not great to decide. I'm going to move in with her at a farm or somewhere I've never been. Yes, I do not think this is going to be like Erica and Fakey Fake Fake. No, whatever fart her jars. name is, fart jars. Yeah. Um, Stephanie. Stephanie, who's just using uh, Erica. For clout. Um, I think if they did have a parting of the ways, it they would be very friendly. About They'd be it. friends. Mm-hmm. I I think it happens in two ways. I think currently. They're either together or seeing each other long distance, or they're really good friends, or they 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 they're friends after this. I wish them the best. <laughs> but honestly, but honestly, I wish them the best. I like them both a lot, I and do too. it's a it's a nice ray of sunshine for this show. Um, well, they're <laughs> it's the difference of Statler and Dempsey are. Two people, they, yeah, have a little baggage. We all have baggage. Uh, we all have some scars. Some of us in places you can't see. But the difference of Statler and Dempsey compared to just broken, cruel people like Riley Ugh. or Nicola or just people that are just yeah. not good people, Yeah, we're used to seeing... The, the latter of that on 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. We don't get a lot of times of just, honestly, like a Kenny and Armando, like two good people yeah. who have sometimes extreme problems. Uh, Dempsey's basically, they're waking up the next morning and uh, and it's, Statler has just kind of realized, oh shit, I'm in a place with no modern conveniences. The toilet time that I normally have is not here. Yeah, I need my warm shower, to someplace I can feel comfortable, so I can feel safe. Yeah, she's not getting any of that. And Are you, you a see, toilet her- time person. I need my toilet time. Good for you. Um, so I think p- p- you should have. I think there are certain behaviors you, that you can count on, especially in the morning. That you can have for me, it's my coffee and sitting down and reading the paper. 
or the New York Times when I when mm -hmm. I uh, digital because I don't get the paper anymore. Um, and that's. <laughs> I, I think pretty much everybody knows now. Um, a boomer that it's not an actual paper. You don't need to explain digital. You still get the New York Times, <laughs> but you get it it's in paper. Very few people. There get are it. still some people who get it. Would you, if you could, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, I yeah. respect that. I'd prefer to read something, like especially a newspaper. It's the nostalgia of it, of sitting down with a paper and reading everything in it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, can't be USA Today for all of us. Is that still around? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh. Um, or In Touch Weekly. Uh, God, I loved In Touch Weekly. <laughs> I have a subscription to People, and I don't know how I got it. I've had it. Oh, for that two, happens sometimes. Two years, and I can't. I think because I had Entertainment Weekly. Do you throw them away? Then Entertainment Weekly went away. Yes, I need to donate. Them, but what do I do with all these peoples? <laughs> I don't need this. I don't care. What a problem. It's already outdated news because it's printed. It's true. They do it a lot of 90 Day Fiance news, though. Uh, mm. So, y'all, we do find out uh, she's, she's, uh, Dempsey's kind of saging the place and she's like saging because, like, you've been places and saging her vagina. Boy. <laughs> now, I thought this was funny. And, I, thought so. I thought she meant it's a joke. But I think Statler did take it a little bit. Uh, it seems like she was slightly offended by it. I mean, would you be offended if someone saged your asshole? Um, it couldn't hurt. <laughs> I don't think it could. Honestly, <laughs> I need everything I can get. <laughs> I think I need a good staging down there. Uh, later on, at, at file under uh, horrific tragedy, um, uh, I should say this. We find out a little more about Dempsey. She grew up in a family of carnies. Of carnies, y'all. <laughs> I now uh, I'm sure they're not. I think they're probably more regulated in a guild than they are here. I don't know if anyone. I don't know. I don't know if there are a lot of toothless meth heads who run the carnies <laughs> like there are here in this country. If you're a carny in the U.S., yeah, that come at us, UK carnies. I, I feel Do we like have some sissies that are carnies. I feel like there is a longer history in in the U.S. We call them carnies, which is a more a derogatory name. But oh, she is would it say derogatory. Well, of course it is carnies. Oh, well, we shouldn't say that. It's not a slur. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God, I've been calling them. I would have called them a carn. Oh, are you a carny? And then they would be offended. Well, I'm saying. I'm sure people who work for carnivals are offended, oh, but yeah. I'm, I don't know if that's our audience because they're shifty. They'll probably steal from you as quick as they can. <laughs> Why didn't you ever work at a carnival? Not you for lack of trying. fit in. Come at us, carnival worker sissies. Yes. A.K.A. carnies. Uh, especially, but in do. Europe, they were talking about, they're, they're, they have like guilds. And she's like, back, back to generations. We would prepare the carnival, then we'd have it, then we'd be preparing the next one. So I feel like it's a little bit more of a, let's say it feels less seedier than some of the carnies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how they start out at Ringland, for the Ringland in Oklahoma, Ringland, Oklahoma, where they... I don't want to talk well, about your Ringling Ringling I don't, brothers. I don't want to talk about your circus that enslaves animals. No, it's it's gone now. I thought the Ringling brothers started out in Ringland. Turns out they didn't. That was just my brother told me no. Another guy started a circus and said it was the Ringling brothers. But who gives 
a shit. It was a big deal. I grew up thinking the Ringling Brothers were just a hometown 20-minute circuit from my house that made it big. Great. Riveting. Where are we? Uh, so, so she has three. So they have three daughters. And when she was 16, Dempsey's sister died who at 19 years old. CO2 poisoning. Oh, it's terrible. And she left home at 18 because she's like, I didn't know what to do. And she met her friend Ben on the farm, who is gorgeous. pretty hot. Looks like a fucking Peloton instructor. (laughs) Wow. That says a lot. They all look like that. The Brits do. That's why you like that bike so much. Ooh. It's a good substance. Just right there when they're right in between your legs. <laughs> the fact that you actually grabbed your nutsack <laughs> when you said that. Thank God we don't have an intimate portrait this week. That was disgusting. Ben is gorgeous. He's very handsome. Anyway, uh, and Dempsey's like, well, I can't I, imagine. I will say though, before they go meet Ben, when Statler like is like doing the fire, or I'm sorry, Dempsey's doing the fire and all that, that's where I kind of was like, Statler seems so uncomfortable here. Yeah. Like kind of just out of sorts. Wanting wanting to jump out of her skin. Yeah. I agree. I'm worried. It is the first day, though. And to her defense as well, y'all, I'm going to say this. If you are used to central heat and you go to a place that it, – it is, remember when it's we were in New cold. York City and Chicago during those – I never – We had central heat. But even then, I never – in New York, I never got – because we stayed in an older – it was redone, yeah. but it was older. Yeah. I wasn't warm for four days. Yeah, it was very cold. I was even cold when we were on stage, and it affected me mentally. I don't mean something. Yeah. I don't mean. I know you New Yorkers are going. Yeah, what a fucking wimp! But when you're snowflake, not, when you're not used to it, yeah, it is unbearable. Have you ever been in a place with a wood stove with no central heat? No, really. We didn't grow up. We didn't get really get that cold. Oh, there were places. Um, my mother's office for a while didn't have. They had a wood stove and no central heat. No, we they um, all, all homes are newer too where we are. But like sometimes we're like cabins and stuff like that. My family didn't camp. We didn't like to camp. Oh, you've never experienced a really cold morning then. No, and I do not want to. <laughs> I did in New York City at the Marriott. It was freezing <laughs> and when there I was woke central up. Heat. I was freezing when I woke up. Couldn't get warm. You are what a city fied little wimp you are. Hey. <laughs> I'm just saying. It uh, anyway, I I Statler, I felt you, I saw you. It's I, horrible. It, it is if you're Poodle not, doesn't have any sympathy. If you're not you, I do. If you're not used to it, it is it is. But I think I grew up with it, so I kind of know it. Uh, like, but there 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 are country people um, where I where I grew up who didn't have indoor heat. Uh, Goodness, they had a wood stove. It gets cold where you are too. It gets cold. You're up in the mountains. Yep, got the mist and all that shit yep. going. Yep, no central air, no central heat. Yep, just ready for some bear to come in and eat you, <laughs> and not the kind of bears that poodle likes. I, <laughs> not the not the ones on the east side. <laughs> I I I think also it's a it's a it's both a cultural and a thing of status. Just there's it, it was not needed. It was like the last thing you needed was central air and central heat because it's very expensive to put in. Yeah. So it's just it, we we there was a while where you could get by without it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Northeast still didn't have they had they had heat, 
but they would have like a coal burning something for a while. No central air. No, that my apartment Radiator. now that I live in Cal that doesn't have central heat. It's the first time I've this ever is the first lived, time I've ever had any central heat. Lived or been this is the first time in your life you had you had central heat in your home. In, I had Texas. I had it in Texas. In Texas and yeah. and my home, but, but this is the first wow. time in California I've had heat. I haven't needed it. Yeah, I've turned it on one time, and that is a bragging point. You've turned it on more than once. <laughs> Not true. That is, that it was. We had that cold snap for like two weeks. Not familiar. And you kept talking about. I don't ever use my heat. I don't ever use my heat. And then one day he said, he got up. He said, and he said it kind of low under his voice, like, "I'm gonna turn on the heat." It was he knew, freezing. He knew that I knew he was turning on the heat, and he didn't want to admit it. Which is fine. If you want to use the heat, use it. Anyway, Statler, Dempsey's t- showing her the farm is actually like a staycation place, like these shipping containers that people like stay in, like these luxury places. It's I've seen cute. these. It's really cute. Um, and there's this like little game area. They have them in Palm Springs yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, and so I think Statler could, I think, I think this is, this, I think this is something they might be able to get past. I think um, Statler can see, like she was saying, oh, it's so modern. She can see this yeah. is what their home will look like. Right. So, y'all, we do meet Ben, um, and she's, he's like, well, I don't, I don't imagine being with anyone that Ben doesn't like. And they're talking about meeting on the dating app and being physical. And he's like, well, you move really fast. You move faster than I do. And I went, oh, I bet you I move fast. <laughs> Even the parasite in in Dimps, in in, in uh, Statler's son went. Well, I th- I, th- I think oh, I would God. move fast for this guy, and you know me, I'm quite the prude. There's one sissy who said, <laughs> "No more parasite." That was gross. And to that sissy, I want to say, buckle up. <laughs> you Sorry. haven't seen anything. Sorry, she's not going to stop. Nope. No, that your your uh, your your uh, disgust only makes me stronger. <laughs> Sadly, whoa. Anyway, and then she also, but Ben also says, "I've never seen Dempsey this excited about a girl." It's like they're like chalk and cheese, and the producer's like, "What's chalk and cheese? You know, chalk like that white stuff and cheese like you eat." Oh, so I was going <laughs> to ask you, what is the opposite of chalk? Uh, I don't think it's cheese. Well, I think it's meant to sound like, even though the words sound alike, they sound a little mm-hmm. bit alike. Um, and it's, I, I don't think they're supposed to be complete analogs. They're like chalk and cheese. Was that what you would use? No, but I, uh, it sounds like a normal British expression. So he convinced me. But I like yeah, the guy boy. going, what do you mean by boy, chalk? all your... F- your all your uh, uh, fastidiousness for language gets thrown out the window when some guy's hot and has a British accent. That guy could probably talk to me about QAnon, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's a real problem." <laughs> you didn't let me finish. I was going to say, and I respect you for that. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a I'm real problem. I want to go see Sound of Freedom too. Yeah, yeah, I'll go see it with you. If a British man said he wants to go see a Jason Aldean concert, I'll be like, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Can I put my hand in your pants? Maybe. He's not going to do the blackface that he did in 2015, is he? <laughs> did he do that? Yeah. Stop. 20, as, of, as of recently as 2015. Yikes. Yeah. Read between the lines, people. Okay. Or how about just not be racist? <laughs> yeah, or just not be racist. 
Um, it's not hard. Anyway, yeah. It's not hard to not wear blackface. Not, no. Yeah. People yeah. that say, whoops, did that yeah. in this day and age. Yeah, sorry. You're a shitty human being. Um, so they... Stadler then starts talking about how, yeah, the communication was kind of off in Thailand. To me, this feels like a forced storyline point. I don't know why. Either that or Statler is much more fearful and uh, in her head about this. I think I kind of think that. That's why I'm worried, too. I worry... That Statler is a self-sabotager because she gets too anxious about it. And the weirdest thing is she's like, yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, my cheater on me or something like that. And she's, she says it out loud. That's In a way, I respect that. But in a way, I'm like, girl, stop it. Stop saying everything that comes to your brain. Well, she Like does I say, do. <laughs> she does say everything. Well, speaking of saying everything that comes to your brain, you know, Dempsey kind of says, no, I, I haven't cheated on you. I've never been – I've been cheated on. I've never cheated on someone. Have you? And Statler admits and says, well, yeah, I have. There's a situation. And then Statler says, I'm embarrassed that I'm not as healed as I want to be. I – this moment, I actually had to pause it, and I went, God, that's honesty that's po- hard to do. What – the poetry in that statement. Yeah. I thought – that. All of us are embarrassed that we're not as healed as we think we I, should be. That was a moment that I – I'm so happy that aired because I wish everyone could hear it because everyone could recognize that in themselves. Yeah, yes, I know. I And you guys. I'm embarrassed that your face isn't as healed as it should be. Um, I'm embarrassed that you're. <laughs> well, what's your excuse? Oh! You haven't anything done. Um, but I, I feel. And I will just say that you. Maybe take – if you lo- listen to her words and and you go, oh, man, I hate that she feels that way, turn that on you if you're embarrassed that you're not healed about certain things and give yourself grace. We are all broken. Say, what if I'm yeah. not – what if I don't have to be embarrassed about yeah. that? Yeah. I just it, – it took me in a moment and it was just complete honesty. Oh, yeah. And That's what's great about – I – yeah. She doesn't even realize she's saying no. these zingers. Uh, and then she says, hard for me to trust people. And what we're going to be meeting, uh, Statler's, or sorry, Dempsey's father, who kind of looks like someone on, uh, Benny Hill. <laughs> I think they look alike. Oh, oh, Dempsey does yeah, look alike. Yeah, she look like her dad. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I'm not saying Dempsey looks like Benny Hill. And I love it too that we're seeing the kind of, quote, heterosexual because we always have the heterosexual person meeting someone's parents and them going it's too soon for these two kids to be together and i love it that we're getting that in a queer context yeah. and it's not going to be the fact that it's two girls together yeah that's the issue it's, yeah that's the issue yeah. speaking of issues let's talk about <sighs> violet and riley and you know who i feel more sorry for than even more than sheila's interpreter uh, Riley's tour guide. Riley's tour <laughs> who guide. Who had to have a drink with him. Who had a cigar <laughs> and had to ride around this beautiful city with Riley. And screaming in his ear, whoa! Whoa, what's that's that? beautiful! <laughs> uh, uh, all right. He's in his hotel room the next day. Y'all, and everything is... This was great editing, by the way. They edited it. Genius. Everything comes out of his mouth is, 
I felt blah, blah, blah. I felt blah, blah, blah. Lots of I, I, I. I. Everything is, and then, oh, I cannot believe he said it, and it was so revelatory. I'm upset that I let myself get upset in this foreign country. And I embarrassed myself. Not, not I'm upset about what I, not, a, not that I said beat it to a human being. That, not that I said, um, or by. Not that I hurt someone I love. Oh. Anyway, and, and I, and I kept running on this. You can, all you can talk about is your feelings and how you feel. And your and it was shame, his own shame. He can't get behind beyond any of it. Mm-hmm. It's really frustrating. I agree because you're never going to be able to have any type of two way relationship with anyone, whether it's like a romantic relationship or anything. If I you agree. can't get past your own shame, I agree. And how you feel, ugh. Anyway, and he's like, I don't regret, but but I don't regret telling her anything. I'm glad I blocked her. A lot of this is bluster, but a lot of it. I get to where I can't I can't get past it. It it either feels like bluster or it feels like you're 12 years old. I don't like you anymore. You're ugly. What's the difference? After a while, yeah. You're an adult. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I just can't yeah. Blech. Yeah. So, moving on, uh Violet just says, "I need to feel better, so me and my daughter are going shopping." To de-stress. De-stress. And that she is compl- – It's what they do well is Riley's complaining to the producer. Violet's complaining to the daughter. They go back and forth kind of. And I think what they want you to see in the editing is maybe that they're both being stubborn. They've both dug in their heels. One person doesn't want to – and maybe also that they're both just being dumb about this. But I don't see it that way. I – I th- I'm way more team violent on this. I really feel yeah, like I think, I think I am too. I think that what what he did to the her last no, it was an ambush. It was an ambush. It was, an, it was an ambush and an interrogation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, she's complaining to the doctor and she's saying like daughter or the, <laughs> the doc the daughter and saying you know he impressed me at first and he he, he he talked to me went to dinner and i felt really good and it was fun and then all of a sudden he ambushed me and got his friend on his own and the daughter said well maybe he thought his friend wouldn't interrogate you no he knew yeah he knew tiffany was going to do that 100% yeah and violet leads with and says well he should have protected me which is her thing what I she needs if in, in life there's something past about that poodle is there <laughs> could you speak to that yes it is. There was something uh, when she was uh, when. Where is this? She said, uh, "I." She said, "I can't be with a man who isn't going to protect me because my ex husband didn't." When I was having my son, my ex mother in law said she could have ten girls she wants. She only cared about boys. Take that in. Um, Take that in. And she said, "My ex did not even say a word to his mother, and let me." Take the brunt of that. So obviously, some things in the past for both these people. Yeah. Um. But she said, "I will never forget that for the rest of my life, and I will never forget what Riley did to me last night." There is something about. There is something about having a person who you don't know who is an, is 
this person says it's part of my family, but they don't know you from Adam. And they come out uh, with saying, well, tell me what you were doing. And I, I think if I was Violet and she was too trapped to say this, probably language thing, I, I would have said, I don't owe you anything. Yes. Well, and we find out later when he goes on the tour guide, but we find out like um, what fam that I guess it's a more Western culture thing that friends or family, I guess. family, all that crap. And that their family is blood. Family. I, if someone's sister said that to me, I would still be like, I don't even know you. Yeah. I don't care. It, that is not what you do the first time you meet someone. Yeah. Don't fucking let. Don't fucking lecture me over Facetime. Um, <laughs> that uh, would not. That w- y'all can imagine how that, that would have went with me. You, that you speak from that, that. That's happened to you before, or someone tried. They, they tried it. Then I threw. I I threw the phone in the koi pond. That's what happened. Another yeah. phone in the koi pond, and another marriage <laughs> broken up by poodle. <laughs> Wasn't my fault. (laughs) Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. So anyway, uh, she's, they're both blocked, and he, he reads her – I guess he unblocks her. He reads her text from last night, and she's like uh, – he's like, blah, 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 you asked me things, and I, we're, you, we asked you – my family asked you things because you're in this country and uh, about your intentions to me. And it's interesting that what he took was like, well, it sounds like I'm never asked to her. I can ask her any questions at all. It's everything she wants. It's always what she wants. I'm, and I'm not built that way. I went, no, you're not that built that way because you are everything you want. You spot yeah. it, you got it. You're the one that says, I can't love you. I can't say I love you. you like, remember, y'all, he can't say I love you in a relationship. This is also someone I really do believe he, he thought, like, he, this idea this is you we need we need our hackles to go up every time an american man says i'm t- i'm done with american women i'm done with them they all are too entitled you told me if this relationship you're in doesn't work out you're done with american men 
American men are different. You're just going to American men are all awful. (laughs) Especially straight American men. Sorry, straight men, but it's true. Wow. Someone quoted me. I, I I don't remember. I think I, I think I think I do what I said. You like? Oh, he's a straight guy. And I said, Oh, there are so few straight men in this world. I want to know. <laughs> it's true. Wow. And the numbers get lower every day. <laughs> I love you, straight sissies. Poodle does too. Straight sissies are different. If you're listening to the show, you're different. You are different. I'll say that. We have a lot of straight sissies. We do. But for someone that dogs straight men, you sure do try to sleep with a lot of them. Yeah, it's it's the conundrum of my life. Hmm. Straight men, you can't live with them, but you always want to fuck them. Isn't that how the saying goes? That is how that saying goes. Hmm. Anyway, moving on. Where was it? Where was I? Exactly. Um, um, so. Riley's like, they do this great cut where the daughter's like, well, you've got to tell, the daughter is saying, you've got to tell the truth and be an adult. And cut to Riley saying, if she wants to talk, she's got to apologize to me first. And then cut to um, Violet. Violet saying, he's going to have to apologize to me. So this, these, I think this is two people who are at points in their life. I think neither one of these people are serious about an actual adult relationship. No, it's not two sparrows in a hurricane. It's two roosters in a cockfight. Yes. Exactly. Yes. I don't think... (laughs) It's not like what I described Brandan and Mary as, two chickadees in a microwave. No. (laughs) No. No. And someone just said it for defrost. It's going to be a yeah, long, long process. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes in there. Oh, God. That was a rough watch this week. That Fuck. Was. That was. <laughs> I think people are saying they just did a live. So maybe they're still together. Oh, wait. Uh, I'm confusing that with another couple. No, it's Mary and Brandan. I, I, I fully expect there's a suicide pact there. I... I would okay, bet you we, dollars we, to donuts. All right. We need to move on. Um, so let's see. So she, yeah. So she's saying he should have protected me. Yada, and they're, yada, and yada, they're yada, meet, yada. He's meeting his tour guide. Yeah, that's where we are. The tour Tony, guide. Tony. Tony, the tour guide. Okay. Oh, is it Tony or Tommy? I wrote Tommy. I don't care what his name is. When he took off that helmet, I went, I was, holy shit. And I was even into that little ponytail he oh. had. Give me the tour. His glasses were a little professorial. Oh, I loved it. it mm-hmm. We can use it for we can use it for cosplay. Wow. So, yes, professor, teach me that. Whatever again. <laughs> you couldn't even come up Just with something. Stick your dick in me. But someone who paid attention during <laughs> class. Uh huh. Pythagoras has got nothing on you. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so. They, uh, they're having a good time seeing the city. It looks, Cochimane City looks great. It does look beautiful. Um, and then he's like, hey, do anything after this? Because I got no friends here and they want me to film. If they want me to film. I got to talk to someone. It's either you or my sister who's not really my sister. And that didn't go well last time. Yeah, y'all, he was paid to be here. Definitely. So, but I love it because 
Tommy was like, Riley's telling him all about it. And Tommy, that's where Tommy says, here, family, friends are not family. Family is family. Like, And you stop. need to apologize. You, yes. You need to apologize. <laughs> she should be she the should one. She should be the one blocking you. And unblock her and try to meet her and again. Says, Thank you. Thank you. I'm listening. See, I'm so even, glad a man told me. Even when he's listening, he says, see what I'm doing? I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening. He's so... He's so showboaty about the Will I the see way, you at the yeah. next men's rights conference? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I, I honestly, I have such a low tolerance for almost, I, I like her. I just, I don't have a low tolerance for this couple. I don't want to see all the bullshit. I don't want to see them try to get back together because I, I don't think anything's built on anything. I kind of don't, don't give a fuck. Oh, I kind of don't. They're... He's so horrible, and then she will sometimes treat him like shit. I kind oh, of yeah. enjoy watching it still. Yeah, but at the same time, it's not built on anything. So it's not going to go don't anywhere. I that. I don't need that. <laughs> That's- they, they, they could be a Michelangelo just going on for years Shut and up. Years. Don't you threaten us like that. Y'all, by the way, we, did, uh, uh, we have not – we know that there's a new 90 Day Fiance coming out in August. A lot of you aren't excited about it. <laughs> Um, so the, are you? No. <laughs> and we just got word. We don't know too that there's now an ultimatums coming out at the end of August. Did you see that? No. Yeah, the straight version. Straight people. Oh, straight fuck that. People. So can we decide not to do that? I don't think we are because the, the straight one was so terrible. It was so bad. Mm. But I'm afraid straight it, people are so 2020. I'm afraid it's gonna be good <laughs> though, and then I want to watch because the queer one was can so we, good. Can we watch the first episode and then see? We might. I don't want the Lachey's to host it, but it's coming. But I would rather watch the Ultimatum more than that new 90 Day spinoff. I don't. Can we do? Can we do neither? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I don't know if anyone's covered Mary Payne. I don't think is, and I don't think Kim and Kyle are covering it. Well. They already don't cover Big Ed. We don't cover Big Ed. We don't cover Pred. They don't cover Angela. Yeah. Uh, we do, but it's going to be those two, Angela, Kalani and Kalani Asuelu. Asuelu. We already know they're not together. Yeah. Uh, are Molly and Kelly on it? Who aren't did, together. Or are they edited out? I don't know if... I don't think... They're on it. They're on it. Um, so I don't know. It just Jovi and little, Yara. Like... Kind of the only reason I want to cover it right now at this point is just for us to imitate Jovi and Yara, and that doesn't—that's not a compelling reason enough. Jovi, it'll—it'll it'll be a bi curious. I don't want to have another baby, Jovi. It'll—it'll be a bi curious choice. All right, that's what. Well, then we'll, there we decided. I like it. My mind was already made up. <laughs> well, I just didn't tell you. <laughs> we might watch. You know, we we we'll get the ultimatums early. So I'll watch a couple of them, and if they're good, then maybe we'll do it. Can you do that, and then uh, I'll I focus do it with on someone else? Yeah. I, no, I'm saying you can. You watch them early, and then oh, and then I'll focus mm-hmm. on um, more pressing matters. What are their names? Uh, I know you have a litany no. from Columbia. Uh, our live to our live show tour, which so hopefully y'all we are going to announce very soon. He is still working on our person from our agency. Yeah, people, is working y'all keep on asking. The we're yeah, we're waiting on that. He is booking the whole thing this yeah, time, so. so it's different because we are with a different. And when it, when it happens, we will announce it fast and loose. We promise. In what fact, they call me in college. That's the name of the tour. Fast, fast and, and loose. loose. It's not. 
All right, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate it. I don't know if you feel happier over this hour of podcast talking about coffins, but um, <laughs> we hope we at least made you forget about something in your day. Anyway, we call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, Poodle? Yes. And if you've got a vegan pussy, <laughs> first of all, those of you, those lesbians uh, and women who like, w- like women, uh, you guys have letting us be know about vegan pussy is the best. No, three people, even, oh. no, bef- no, 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 before the podcast, just in my life, three people oh. have talked to me about it. Oh, so y'all, you don't have to contact us. We are aware. We're, we're <laughs> if aware. I ever decide to, to eat, p- eat pussy, it will be vegan. And I'm going to tell you this. I have decided I will never eat pussy. Pussy. Period. Anyway, so call I us. I don't care. Call us. <laughs>